Hello, this is Daniel Vayon. I've been podcasting for almost two years, and I just about a month ago found out how to submit, um, manually submit my feed to Apple Podcasts. Well, anybody's getting into podcasting and wants Apple Podcasts, their show on Apple Podcasts, come here and use Anchor Podcasts. Hello, this is Daniel Vayon with Daniel Vayon's views of sports, views of wrestling, TV shows, and movies. And I want to say thank you, Anchor, for letting me record on here. And, uh, um, thanks for making it free. And with all, just goodbye. Hello. Daniel, this is Daniel Vayon with Daniel Vayon's views of wrestling, sports, TV shows, and movies. Okay. I was just listening to uh, Busted Open. They were talking about last night's show and this Sunday's WrestleMania. I wanted to talk more about WrestleMania and what I expect from it. Um, I guess you could say that I just simply love to watch wrestling, and that I, uh, I hope for a great show every year. There's only one time, and I can honestly say I was really, really disappointed, and that was, uh, the year that Rikishi was inducted in the Hall of Fame, uh, Roman Reigns had his first shot at the title against Brock Lesnar. And the only disappointment that I had was Rollins um, already been, um, I think he said... When they first put the show back together, it was three years ago. So, that would make this four years ago. I think. About four or five years ago, they put him they put him in the main event the first time. And I took me... Uh, always wonder why fans turned on Reigns the way they did and never started cheering him until after his catch was back in remission and I told my mom that I finally put together that I believe they fussed because um he went through hernia surgery it took him three or four months to be fully healed from it, and then he comes back, and he wins the um, he wins the Royal Rumble, and it took me a long time to realize that that's why they said that he was just handed the opportunities because he just came back, but he didn't have any storylines like Rollins or Ambrose or Bryan or um, Styles. I think Styles, no, Styles didn't show up yet. Now I remember. Styles didn't show up until, um, I think it was a year later, or two years later. He didn't show up. So, yeah, I think it was a year after this. So he had, um, because there were other guys that had storylines, he just came in. He was, he, I thought he was red hot, but some people, um, some, a lot of fans booed him, in fact, the entire fans booed him when he came out for the Royal Rumble match, and I felt like, it took me a long time to realize why they felt like they felt, looking back at that, I understand now, they thought he was handed the opportunity because all these other people rustling and he was just just comes back after a lengthy injury 
and he's put in the main event. And to a lot of people, that didn't make sense, but I just cared. I just cared if, um, if I believed he was deserving of the opportunity against Brock Lesnar because of what he had pulled off early on in his singles run against Randy Orton. So, what I was disappointed in was his... was how Rollins... They set out Rollins right before Reigns could win and cash in his money in the bank briefcase and ends up pinning Reigns to win the title. But outside of that, I was not... I was not... Um, never... It was actually the second time I watched WrestleMania live on pay-per-view, this time it being the network, of course, and I felt I didn't, was not disappointed, was never disappointed like that, even finding out about it the night after on Raw every year. As a kid, I was never disappointed like that. But it, it didn't last long because I understood, because I understood that he, there needed to be a new champion and what better way to make most of the to make the crowd happy than to put somebody they feel is ready for it so that's why I understood why they did it after it happened the only thing that would disappoint me this Sunday would be if um okay Lynch wins or Rousey would win, which I don't expect her to, or Flair to win. I really would not be disappointed if Lynch won, because she's really one of the best. It would really be more of a disappointment if they pulled a swerve like they did with Rollins. That would really disappoint me. I just hope for a great match to close out the show. Um, it would be more disappointing if, um, the things that would disappoint me would be if, uh, okay, they fought so hard, the women did, for the tag team titles to come, come to fruition, I believe is the word we use. They fought so hard, and most of them were the champions themselves, Bailey and uh, Sasha Banks. It would disappoint me more if they would have one of those turn on the other on purpose. Um, then losing the titles, I would expect it, but if it's but if they end up losing it and it's and it's not by virtue of. One turning on the other, I would be very happy to see that. See it be just because the other team just cheated or something. So that's how I feel about that match. My dad had used had said how they insult our intelligence by having Samoa Joe defend the U.S. title against Rey Mysterio. And really, I don't really look at that. I just look at how the story is. Personally, he was one of those cruiser quote cruiserweight wrestlers that always wondered why they didn't put the U.S. title on him. And you know when he was in the WWE, he won the heavyweight title, the cruiserweight title, even the tag team titles, and the WWE title. But they did not, and even the Intercontinental title. So for him to win the U.S. title, despite who it's against would really be big and it, it would be big for his career because he would have the uh okay triple crown is what most people look at but I believe that TNA was the first company I heard use this term Abyss became their first Grand Slam champion and um in the WWE, they've had, I think, hundreds of Grand Slam champions throughout their um, existence, and I would, um, 
enough to see Rey Mysterio win the U.S. title to add his name to the uh, to that list of um, of Grand Slam uh, winners in the WWE. First person to win that was, um, accomplishment in the WWE was, um, Shawn Michaels. Where was first person to use the term? Um, he was first Grand Slam winner because of winning Intercontinental Tag Team. And heavyweight, and then he ended up winning the European titles that made him made him a Grand Slam winner. And um, let's see, Shawn Michaels, the first person to do it in '96. Um, Triple H did it in nine. Triple H won it. Won that. He was I'm trying to remember. Okay, August twenty third was when Triple H won the heavyweight title first time. Then he won the World Heavyweight title September 2nd, 2002. And Greenville, South Carolina, I believe, was when he won it because I believe that was the night they had paid tribute to Ric Flair because of Greenville being so big for his career. So, So let's see. And Michaels, Triple H, Kane, Chris Jericho, Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, RVD, Booker T, Jeff Hardy, JBL, Christian, Big Show. So, I would really, if, I don't even know if they would add, um, Rey Mysterio to this list, but I think they should. If he was to win the, um, if he was to win the U.S. title at WrestleMania this year, he, that would make him, would put him in line to be let, added to this list of, um, to this, to this, um, accomplishment. And also, Styles versus Randy Orton. I may have said this before on on here, I don't remember. Two, three weeks ago, Randy Orton said he had a problem with AJ Styles because he said that Styles um, caused SmackDown the house that he built when it was built before he got there. And what I felt was how he said... I don't know how much of this was written for him, but he said how the time he was 24, he did more than Styles or his friends could dream of doing or think of doing. And I believe that um, those, quote, friends of his, a lot of them did, did things he has not done, and that's when the NWA title, he wanted... So I tweeted to Randy Orton, because that's just how I like to do things. And I said he forgot in his tweet, in his promo, to mention how at one time Styles won the NWA title. So, just say more, no, no. Styles won the NWA title three times, or at least two times, before he, that being Orton, was even heavyweight champion. So you can't. That was not um, accurate. However, when they spoke about um, 
Randy Orton's version of the of the um, Diamond Cutter. That really was a great story to put together and to put you combine that with his title reigns and Styles' title reigns in the Indies and Orton's title reigns in the WWE and all the people that um that Orton has latched on to to help him in his career, whether it be Edge or Flair, Triple H, and Batista, or the Wyatt family. Then, if it wasn't wasn't for those people, he wouldn't even have the career he's had. So, that means. that there is a what we call in regular TV shows a cliffhanger. Feels like there's always a lot of time we have matches like Randy Orton versus um, AJ Styles. It feels like there's a cliffhanger in the match a lot of times. Because of that, I hope right back. Gotta go do something. do can I say next? Okay. I'm in an office. Uh, I'm in an office. I'm not sure how long I can do this. I'll do the best I can. Hey Ma. Hi. I'm doing my podcast. Mm-hmm. Right here. The Say that you need to talk about how, why, why, um, 
really hyped up about WrestleMania. Oh, I was talking about that. My brother got hit, and yesterday everybody's talking about that. Uh-huh. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. All right. That was on my own. Okay, so, what? So what I want to say is, um, there's a lot of times we, uh, we get, um, we get upset over things that are really perfect for the, um, for the storyline, but, but it's disappointing, so that's why we get upset. And I would be more, the reason I would be more disappointed in, in the lack of a, uh, of a definitive response, because, uh, going back to the, uh, Randy Orton AJ Styles match, is because, this is one of those matches you never thought would happen, and now that it's here, you kind of, you kind of feel like, um, what if, what if they do something that, um, that just completely takes the, um, completely takes the match and just you don't know what the point is anymore. Like, when, and I was just talking about this on the same, um, podcast, I was talking about the, um, King, not King of the Ring, but a specific, um, I believe it was in your house. And, uh, Close to the end of 96, I believe. And... Talking about... The Ultimate Warrior... I was actually not talking about Ultimate Warrior yet. I was leading into that, how... Um... How... When they, I was going to say this, the build-up to, to that, um, to that story, perhaps use it as an example, when he, when, it, when he did a promo with, uh, Ultimate Warrior trying to talk his way out of the match, he said that whatever Ultimate Warrior said about the match took away from the match instead of built it up. And being the kind of um, fan I am, I remember about two or three years ago watching that and writing about it on my blog that I didn't know what was really wrong with what he said, I don't know, um, I guess because, I guess because, um, I gotta tell you the truth, I cannot even, uh, justify in my mind why Jerry Lawler said that it took away from the match, when I believe, when I still believe that what he promised to do to Jerry Lawler was exact was all it was exactly what they needed to do to finish setting up the match. And um I believe that that promo between Styles and Orton did the same thing. They they set up um, set up the match perfectly, and Styles said, and Styles p- 
pointed to WrestleMania and challenged him to do it at WrestleMania. So I thought that it was a perfect, um, it was a perfect ending for their promo. And the fact that, um, they, quote, made it official the next day on Twitter made it even better. And, uh, I don't know why I didn't do this sooner, but, but, um, I'm glad I'm doing this now. Okay, now, gotta see how much, how many minutes there is. Right here. Okay, good, got a lot of time left. I think they have an intercontinental title. Oh, yeah. At WrestleMania this Sunday, the main card has intercontinental title match. I don't know um, what um, draw... What, what draw the... Um, the Demon King character... Which is, which is what Valor means. I don't know why he decides to do that. But, um, for some reason they decided to bring it back. And I thought that was, um, great, um, for him. I thought it was a great way to end that, um, Build up, final build up is him show up on Titan Tron in the backstage, um, telling telling him that he was not going to be facing Finn Balor, but he was going to be facing the the alter ego also. Thought so that was great. So that's great, and I, I'm uh, what I'm really. I'm really looking forward to this whole. God, let me let me go back to the um, to the women's tag title match for a second. What I'm really looking forward to with that match is um, I'm just what I'm looking forward to as was shown, as was evident last night on, a, a Monday Night Raw, was, was shown, even though it was done in a very short manner, what they showed last night was the reason why I, why I got excited when they made this match official, is that you have the return of Beth Phoenix, who she, I believe, the word we use is she represented an entire um, not a generation, but she did. She defined. She not represented. She defined the um. The quote new generation of women in those days that she was in. You had um you had herself, you had uh, Mickey James, you had Melina, you had um all these different people, including Maria Canellis herself. And she outlasted um all of those women, uh, with the exception of Mickey James, who was released, she didn't leave on her own. Let me say that she was released, but she stayed relevant by going to places to go into TNA, Impact Wrestling. She kept herself relevant by staying in the business. When you see all the people that, um, 
that she worked with, or around, or both, and the, and the, um, WWE, so I made, um, return some, at least two people made the return, one as a competitor, one as a manager, and a few made special appearances throughout the year. So when you see the legacy she left, and the fact that I don't think anybody would dare, um, no offense to, um, to Kelly Kelly, no offense to Maria Canales, but I don't think anybody would be, would be calling for them to be inducted in the Hall of Fame anytime soon. When you see all those people that she, that she was around, and how she, she still can do the same thing, and, uh, she just looked great when she showed up. The it was kind of unfortunately kind of obvious that she, um, and obvious that she was making a comeback with her, with her not being hesitant to get physical with, um, Nia Jackson's Amina. So aside from that, she really looked great, and I'd been wondering myself since since she was inducted last year and more importantly since she did a few guest commentary spots I'd been wondering myself would she actually make a comeback so that's actually the more it's actually more exciting for that match than anything is to see her make a return to possibly do something that she, I know she did not think it was going to happen, and I know um, half the women in that match didn't think it would happen because of all the times they spoke about it. Now that that's being done, I can only hope... No, I'm sorry. Let me finish my thought first about this. So I know that that makes it big for her, but it also makes it big... I know it makes it big for me, because I always wanted to see... Um, the women t have tag team titles. I always wanted to see them have um, their place in WrestleMania that people could compare to Hogan and Andre and um, Ric Flair and Randy Savage. So the fact that you have the main event this year for women, the women main eventing it, and the fact that I always, also always wanted to see them have a spot where they could compare themselves to the Steiners and uh, the Head Shrinkers or um, the Dudleys and the APA and the um, World's Greatest Tag Team slash um, Team Angle and the Bashman Brothers. So I just wanted to see that since you got both of those, I consider this to be a dream come true for the women this year. And me and myself as a fan, this is a dream come true. So that's why I'm excited to see this. <clears throat> I know that my, um, my topic is Raw versus Nitro. So before I do that, so before I finish this, I'm going to talk about the next Raw vs. Nitro, according to this, uh, to this podcast series and according to my last episode. Before I do that, let me talk about what I think. It's great that they brought back the Women's Battle Royal, along with the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Battle Royal. But I, I'm wondering why they didn't name it after, uh, after one of the women like they did Andre the Giant. And 
and I'm starting to wonder why they actually I think I think most people have been wondering why last Tuesday or the Tuesday before they took Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville's their um their storyline with Asuka and just changed it to putting Charlotte in the mate putting Charlotte against um Asuka for the title. I'm glad they did it. I'm just wondering why. So I can't so I'm gonna try to talk about SmackDown live tomorrow. I'm gonna try to talk about um what SmackDown Live does for WrestleMania this Sunday. Um but what I am happy to see is um what I'm happy to see the most from this is um whenever the um whenever we have a one hour um kickoff show on USA Network this Sunday, we'll, we'll either have the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, or we'll have the um, Women's Battle Royal, so that's what I, I'm glad to see that on the USA Network, and can't wait um, to see the people they have talking at the uh, kickoff show on the network before they even have the uh, pre-show matches. Okay, the last last episode I did was In Your House, but also World War Three, and the Nitro versus Raw episodes after that. <clears throat> so let's see. Let's see what what did I talk about last time? Okay. Spoke about November twenty seventh, I believe. Spoken about November twenty seventh. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Okay. Now let's see. Is it on? Okay. Here we go. Let me see that. Okay, good. Here it is. Okay, yeah. They talk about, um... Okay, we're going about November 6th before. And, uh, let's see, November 13th. Talk about November 13th before.
Hmm. What about uh, November 27th episode also? Let's see. We're going to talk about December 11th episode, let's see. Wait, December eighteenth, I think that's I think that's what I didn't talk about. For a while, I was looking at the results, and I don't think I could find them. Um, Yes, I am. Okay. December 18th, 1995. 
one, two, three, kid defeated Razor Ramon. Million Dollar Corporation defeated Sylvia Vega and Bob Holly. Jean-Pierre Lafitte defeated Brian Walsh. And then on a mission lost to Owen Hart and Yokozuna. December 18th was what I was looking at, okay. December 4th, Reddish Bulldog defeated Bob Holly. Bob 2 defeated the Brooklyn Brawler. Razor Ramon defeated Dean Douglas to keep the Intercontinental title. Marty Jannetty and Sid, Psycho Sid, ended in an own contest. Owen Hart defeated the party the next week to start off the show. Aja Kung defeated Chaparita Athari. Asari, Bree, and Ahmed Johnson defeated Rick Stockholm. It's hard to feel about that claim by DQ. Jared defeated Fatu the next week. The start of the show by DQ. Buddy Landell defeated Bob Holly. And Razor Wild defeated Yokozuna by count out. Keep the Aaron coming up title. Okay, let's see. Okay, in your house floor. Next match, the next paper is Survivor Series. I'll uh, talk about that. Okay, I spoke about that too. Okay, I didn't talk about this. Okay, December 17th. Okay, that's a mistake I made. December 11th, that's what it was. Okay, 
Okay, so in your house, let me find Grishpa, Doggy, and Spreadheart. Rage and Eddie and Razor and Mom defeated the 123 Kid and Psycho Sis. <clears throat> Betty Landell lost to Dominic Johnson. Hunter Soundsley lost to Louis Beat, Henry Godwin. Now a pin match. <clears throat> Owen Hart beat Diesel by DQ. Undertaker defeated King Mabel. Bret Hart defeated the British Bulldog to keep the heavyweight title. And that's, that's all that happened in the show. Okay, so next night was when Jeff Jarrett defeated Fatu, Buddy Landell beat Bob Holly, Razor Moan. Kept the Intercontinental title by countout against Yokozuna. Okay. Okay, the beginning of the new year was the Raw Bowl. This was actually one of my favorite episodes to watch as a kid, I remember that. Nitro actually had a Christmas episode when, uh, when Raw didn't. Let's see what that was about. Sluger defeated Scotty Riggs. Sting defeated Big Bubba. Dean Malenko defeated Mr. J.L. and Randy Savage. Defeated Ric Flair by DQ to keep the heavyweight title. Okay, that's, that's it for now. Thank y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode, and goodbye.